my office one day. The rain was dripping down like cold ice cream on a hot day. My head was aching, and I felt like I needed a shot of gin. I was soaking my stand from playing with the thing. Mr. Hefter lumped the bumpster, ran to my 1930s New York Noir detective office on the corner of Maine and Delhi. What do you want? I asked. I got a new case for you, he said. supposed to do a western accent no it's okay you want to do it again no we're still recording though oh we are yeah hey guys oh. and hey. welcome to chill, chill corner. corner i really thought you stopped recording there nope that's what I... we usually do we stop we just record the cold open and then we're like Stop. Oh. oh well i um Boop. i look back at i i, I at like season one, and realize how much this podcast has like improved. <laughs> oh yeah, we we're so much advanced now. We're like total pros at this. I wouldn't say we're professionals or that we advanced. Or we know what we're doing. But I do have I I can say that we've improved. Mm, we definitely know what we're doing more than we did season one. I mean, season one, we were just like, he, 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 uh, we're just going to talk. And, like, I remember on Game Corner, we, we had two episodes where we added in, like, cool music in the backgrounds. <laughs> then, like, yeah. that, was, that was the last we ever did that. Should we do that in season three? Should we? Yeah, we should start doing that again. In season three? Yeah. Cool. Sure, run out. Um, why not season two? Because we've already gone through half of season two. Oh yes, this is the mid-season finale, people. Hooray. Well, not really season, mid-season finale, just like mid-season. Yeah, mid-season. There's nothing special about this episode. Except... <laughs> except they get to put him under what detective voice. <laughs> Did you like that beautiful music? Hmm. <laughs> um, but we're going to be solving old mysteries. Oh yeah. That I found on the internet. Of course. And... If it goes on long enough, I'll also try to get some. What? If I'll also try to get some later on in the app. Uh-huh. So, we're going to answer... Well, we're going to solve... Do you want to know the first mystery we're going to solve? Hit me with a chance. I didn't... I, I meant to say chief, but I was like, mm, yes, what is it? I'm kind of confused. But the first one is Ghost Ship, the Mary Celeste, or something. What? On December 4th, 1872, a British American ship called the Mary Celeste was found empty and adrift in the Atlantic. It was found to be seaworthy with and with its cargo fully intact, except for a lifeboat, which appeared had been boarded in an orderly fashion. But why? We may never know, because no one on board was ever heard from again. What? In November 1872, the Mary Celeste set sail from New York, bound for Genoa, Italy. Did I say that right? She was manned by Captain Benjamin Briggs and seven crew members, including Briggs' wife and their two-year-old daughter. Supplies on board were ample enough for six months and luxurious, luxurious, including a sewing machine and an upright piano. Commentators generally agree that to precipitate the abandonment of a seaworthy ship some extraordinary and alarming circumstance must have arisen. This is getting kind of loud, not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, I can't hear you. Just about to ask you, can you turn that down? Um, so essentially, everyone disappeared, mm-hmm. and I can give my more reasonable explanation, mm-hmm. but so I can... everyone disappeared, no one knows why, but it seems like the life... But it ended up in Italy, and the lifeboats were boarded in an orderly fashion. But Did it end up in Italy? Did, didn't you say that? It was headed for Indo- oh, Italy. Oh, headed for Italy. But it doesn't say... 
Did it ever get there? It says it was found empty adrift in the Atlantic. Okay. It never got there. But um, the lifeboat said it, it, the lifeboat was thought to be um, put in an orderly fashion, then never, then it, but it was obviously still on the ship. Uh-huh. That's spooky, boys. So here's what I, I can give my funny explanation or my serious explanation. Let's go for the funny one first. Okay, okay. Are you ready? Yeah. So, okay, so there's, they, um, well, so this was a big ship, right? Yeah. A good size ship. Yeah. And there were, um, technically eight, ten people on it, but, like, it was really nine adults and a child. No. Sorry. So, you know how, like, children aren't the brightest, right? Yeah. So, they read storybooks about witches and stuff. Yeah. And they summon witches, as a small child does. Oh, yes, I do that all the time when I was two. Same. And so they summoned the witch, and the witch turned them all into, um... Household objects such as standing up pianos, sewing machines. This is essentially Beauty and the Beast here, guys. (laughs) Thank you. Case closed. I think you just solved it, my friend. That makes perfect sense. Now, do you want my serious explanation? Yeah, sure. Shoot. There were people mad at these guys who were gonna try to show them that they were mad. So they kill everyone on the ship, throw them overboard, and don't even touch their stuff. And then they leave the ship. But that does leave one small um, thing. Yeah? What about the lifeboat? That, uh, they could have taken it off. One second. Um. My, my personal theory is just building blocks off of that. Like, these people were, like, really mad. Maybe they had guns. They're shooting. And, like, um, the people aboard the lifeboat, then, like, they realize that they have, um, no more options. So, they're on the lifeboat. They're all murdered. Then they're thrown overboard. Oh, I think I know. Yeah, I I think I know, um, why the lifeboat, or why the lifeboat was missing. Boy. The guys hit on the ship. They killed him, threw him overboard, took the lifeboat back. Ah. Boom. Case closed. What evidence is there? What? Not my rent. There isn't probably any evidence. Alright, guys. Next one is more commonly known that I actually read about in a book. Cool. What is it? Who and where is D.B. Cooper, Dan Cooper? Okay, not actually. I, I think I might have heard this one. Not totally sure. There we go. Or sassy jazz. The next unsolved mystery, November 24th, 1971. Dan Cooper was a passenger on the Northwest Airlines Flight 305 from Portland to Seattle. A 30-minute flight. He was described by passengers and flight attendants as a man in his mid-forties, wearing a dark suit, black tie, with a mother-of-pearl tie clip, and a neatly pressed white-collared shirt. He took a seat, lit a cigarette, and politely ordered a bourbon and a soda, for which he paid cash. Shortly after takeoff, he handed a note to a 23-year-old flight attendant, who ignored it, assuming it was just the man's phone number. Miss, you better look at that note, Dan Cooper told her. I have a bomb. The note's exact wording was part of the mystery, since Cooper reclaimed it after the flight attendant read it, but his demands were for $200,000 in negotiable American currency, mm-hmm. worth $1 million today, four parachutes, and a fuel truck standing by in Seattle to refuel the plane on arrival. A f- the flight attendant brought the demands to the captain. The airline's president off- authorized full cooperation. The other passengers had no idea what was happening, having been told that the landing was delayed due to mechanical difficulties. At 5.39 p.m., the plane landed. An airline employee delivered cash-filled knapsack and parachutes. 
and Cooper allowed all the passengers and two flight attendants to leave the plane. During refueling, Cooper outlined his plan to the crew. A southeasterly course toward Mexico with one, uh, with one further refueling stop in Nevada. Two hours later, the plane took off. When it landed in Reno, Cooper's absence was noted. Cooper, whom the media mistakenly referred to as D.B. Cooper, was never seen or heard from again. No parachute was found, and the ransom money was never used. In 1980, a young boy on vacation with his family found several packets of the ransom money, identifiable by, identifiable by serial number, leading to an intense search for the areas for Cooper's uh, or his remains. Nothing was ever found. For a time, it was speculated that Mad Men's fictional Don Draper was the man who would become Cooper. In the real world, a parachute strap was found in 2017 at one of Cooper's possible landing sites. Boom. Wow. So, kind of confusing. He just disappeared out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. With no traces. Mm-hmm. He's a bit spooky, boy. Alright. So, my explanation. You ready? Yeah. Silly one? What? So, yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, as we know, there are witches that... Mm, yep, that means all summon at two years old. Little children summon. <laughs> and what kind of people are on planes? All different kinds of people. So guess what? I bet there was a witch on that plane. Mm-hmm. Or, or not a witch, a two-year-old on that plane. Oh, okay. And he summoned a witch. Um, that summoned a witch. That knew this was a nice witch, okay? So she knew all about this was this was practically Santa Claus. This was Mrs. Claus as a witch, you know? Nope, but okay. Um. So she's like, "Oh, he's he's naughty. He's not nice. He he got coal for the last twenty years, okay? And and um. So." She she was gonna wait till the last second, make him think he got away with what he did, and then made him disappear into the abyss of nothingness. Mm. My uh, theory is, yeah, Cooper was an alien. Mmm. Yes, Cooper was an alien because we all know, actually, according to twenty twenty and the FBI and Area fifty one, that aliens do exist. Oh, Area fifty one was the next case. What? Area 51 was the next one. Oh, whatever it was. So, um, so we, we know that aliens do exist. Thank you, U.S. government. That, um, so Cooper was like an alien scout, right? Mm-hmm. And when he realized that the humans had found out too much, he started to jump out, the, out of the plane and um, made sure that the, he, like, shot the ground with a laser gun and the parachute just kind of, like, disappeared underground waiting for, like, 30 years for it to erode, for it to be shown. And, um, while he was yeeting out the plane, he was teleported into a UFO. I see. I was yes. gonna say, a UFO picked him up just in time. Yes. Got it. Yes. But here's here's what's wrong with this. If he was an alien, why would he, um, first of all, be taking the plane? Because it's a human disguise. He's like the Slovene family. But why was he... What, what was the point in doing that? Rendezvous point. And then once he realized that everything was going wrong, he did like a spiritual connection in the bathroom. And he was like, my guys, you, you gotta pick me up. Things are going horribly here. Got it, got They're it. like, oh, okay, cool. But cool, why would he want American money? As like learning from the culture of the world. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they're, they're, like, absorbing information so they can plan on world domination. Mmm, got it. But why would he need so much? Oh, maybe, maybe he was trying to... Maybe because like, sacrificial thing. Maybe he was trying to, like, um... Like, see how the humans would react. Yes. Got it, got it. Yeah. Um... Guess what's gonna happen next month, homies? Uh... Alright. Uh, what, what do we actually think happened? Um, what do you think happened? 
I don't know. I really didn't think that through. Honestly, I think he landed and made a pretty much clean getaway, possibly burned the stuff that he got. Um, I don't he, he smartly spent his money. I think he just made a clean getaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But where did he go? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that really matters. I think he just... He's probably still roaming around. Hmm. I think that, uh... Um, I'm pretty sure that, um, you know, he jumped out of the plane mm-hmm. and at, like, that location in 2017. Yeah. And he uh, jumped out of the plane and he died. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like, he, he disattached himself from the parachute and he committed. Permitted. Uh-huh. And, like, his, like, how, how fast does it take for, like, bones to road and stuff? A long time. Okay, maybe not, but, well, he dies, and maybe, like, sand or something covers him up. Well, this happened in 1971. Mm-hmm. So, he was going from... Portland to Seattle. That, he won't be covered in sand. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I mean, I guess... Maybe he drowned. Like, he yeeted into the ocean. But th- would they... N- no. They, w- they wouldn't go over the ocean. It's Portland, Oregon to Seattle, Washington. Ah, uh, that's a good point. Into a river. That could be possible. Yes. But they would have recovered that. Yeah. Or not. I don't... That's a very good... Yeah, maybe he died. I don't know. Alright, the next one is, um... Area 51. Oh, cool. Area 51 in southern Nevada is a U.S. military base with the very existence of which was unconfirmed until 2013 when the CIA was obliged to respond to a Freedom of Information Act request from 2005. Based on historical evidence, it would appear that Area 51 supports the the development and testing of experimental aircraft and weapons. Public satellite images, such as those available on Google Maps, don't provide insight. Even those with security clearances to visit Area 51 are transported there from Las Vegas via an airline called Janet, whose planes are unmarked, which and which shrouds its windows upon descent. The intense secrecy surrounding Area 51 has sparked rumors of that the government uses it to house crash UFOs and conduct lab tests on aliens. Other theories about what Area 51 is used for include research on time travel, research on teleportation, meeting with meetings with the extraterrestrials, development of a means for weather control, and activities related to shadowy one-world government. Where these theories come from is as much as a mystery as Area 51 itself, but one thing is certain. People love a good conspiracy theory. At one point, conspiracy theorists believed the moon landing in 1969 had been faked. Which it was. So. Yes. Yeah. What's inside there? Um, I'm not sure if there is a serious or silly answer. Um, Cause either way, people aren't gonna legitimately believe that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say that a mix of everything. Everything's inside it. I I know what's inside of it. What's inside it? Toothpaste. Oh yes. Only the best. Oh yes, Colgate brand hashtag not spawned. No 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 no, it's not Colgate. It's government. Oh. It's it's oh. made by the government. And you know what? This to- this toothpaste is amazing. You wanna know why? Why? You can drink ice water right after. Brushing your teeth. Oh, wow. As well as orange juice. Oh, wow. That, that is it's, pretty... It's too powerful for humanity <laughs> to contain. That, that is pretty amazing, guys. Um, I think I think what's in Area 51 is um, 
let's see. I think what's in Area 51 is the last, is the remaining episodes of the Sarah Jane Adventures before Elizabeth Slayton died. <laughs> yes. And the second season with Christopher Eccleston of Doctor Who. <laughs> I actually saw a meme of that. <laughs> Me escaping Area 51 with Christopher Eccleston in the second season. Um, so, what I actually think is in there is experimental aircraft, to be honest. Yeah, I feel like, um, experimental aircraft, I think that's, like, where all the major experiments go on, like, testing and stuff, like, oh, wait, here, here's a thought, maybe that guy, um, what's his name, the guy that we just talked about? Yeah. What was his name? Uh, Dan Cooper. Dan Cooper. What if Dan Cooper landed in Area 51, he was, like, actually, like, a test subject for Area 51, and he was, like, and that was, like, a whole, like, test for the government to see, like, how would people react and stuff, and experimenting with teleportation stuff. Whoa. I feel like, I feel like in Area 51, there's, like, there's, there's everything inside it. There's, like, teleportation, um, weapons testings, whole bunch of stuff. All right. Moving on. Mm -hmm. Okay. How many mysteries do you have? Many. Okay. I actually have some. I'm going to read you off some of them, and let's see what ones you want. There's mm -hmm. 13 of them. So what happened to the plan, plane that vanished without a trace, which is the MH370, Iceland's volcano? Why is Barabunga still erupting? Out of hand story. Is this man spending life in prison to kill the real Heyman Lee? Syrian sinkhole. What causes three deep holes in Russia's north? Saddle Ridge Gold. Was a $10 million treasure actually from the 1901 heist? Celebrity photo hack. Who is behind the attack that exposed A-list's most private messages? Alien Moon. <clears throat> Did scientists really discover an exo-moon for the first time? Beneath the Stonehenge. What a sprawling structure is hidden under the world's most famous standing stones? Um, Sony hack. Was North Korea really behind a massive cyber attack from Sony? The Mexican students. What happened to the 43 Mexican students that went missing? Twin twisters. What caused the double tornadoes that struck Pilger, Nebraska? Nigerian girls. Where are the school girls who Boko Haram kidnapped? Um, um, we should do the first one. The first one? Okay. There's some more, but yes. The first one. Okay. You ready? And then, and, then I'll, and then I'll do one as well. What happened to the MH370? Yes. The Melissa... The Marisol Airlines flight vanished without a trace while en route from Kuala Lumpur to Beijing on March 8th. The weather was clear, and there was no distress signal from the cockpit when the plane disappeared from the radar screens. The massive search operation combed uh, to the India Ocean, but the Boeing 777 was never found. After more than nine months, not a single piece of debris from the MH370 has been turned up. Despite numerous conspiracy theories, we still don't know what happened to that plane. All 239 people on board are presumed dead. That gave me chills, man. That gave me chills. That is actually... One that is hard to explain. Yep. Well, I, I is... have a, um... I have... A, um... Um, a silly theory about it. Okay. So the aliens are in cohort with Alien Area 51, as uh -huh. we discussed, and that man from the prior theory that I had is at Area 51, and he's testing out teleportation technology. So he's like... So that plane's in Area 51 right now. Yes. Along with all the people who are being used on experiments and torture. Yes. So it's like, we're gonna teleport this plane to another dimension. I... Is it... Is it possible... For a plane to, like, fly too high and, like, flow out in space? Probably not, but we could say that they did that. I'm thinking it's not, but it, it could, might be. I mean, that website was from 2015, and also, I just wanted to say, the source of that was from, um... We'll link it in the description. Um, uh, Mashable. So, I don't have a silly explanation for that. <laughs> oh, do you have a serious one? I don't know. No, I don't. But I have... I have a good one. Cool. That I've actually heard of before. Wait, did I say, um... 
Uh, what? What I think really happened. Yeah, what do you think really happened? I think what really happened was, um, it flew, so I think it might have been flying over the ocean, um, like, and it just kind of fell. Like, the radar, like, the beacon just stopped working, and it fell into the ocean. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I won. You ready? You ready? Yeah. All right. In 1900, three keepers of Flannan Isles Lighthouse off the west coast of Scotland disappeared under the strangest of circumstances. The lighthouse was manned by a three-person team, Thomas Marshall, James Ducat, and Donald MacArthur. With a fourth man rotating in from shore on Boxing Day, December 26, 1900, the relief keeper arrived to find none of sorry one second if I not I don't know I can't talk today there's an ad panic there's only 15 seconds long calm Ray's not that easy but grammarly can help panic what never mind sorry you're saying okay alright let's get back to this uh the relief keeper arrived to find none of the lighthouse keepers present. The only sign that anything was amiss was an overturned chair near the kitchen table. No bodies were ever found, which has led to endless speculation. Theories range from drownings to abduction by foreign spies, a ghost ship, or a giant sea monster. Whatever happened back in December 1900 at the Flannan Isles Lighthouse, we may never know. So what happened to these children? No, they weren't children. Oh. They were lighthouse keepers. White house keepers. Lighthouse. Like the White House? Lighthouse. Oh lighthouse. My my connection's going eerie. So basic story, White House keepers have just kinda went disappeared. Yes. Cool. Um cool? my, story, my what? Story answer is that they decided they decided to eat the premises and just kinda of live with their families and stay stay low down. I have an idea. I, I this isn't a joke. Mm-hmm. But um like one guy didn't like the other two people, murdered them, threw them into the ocean, and killed himself by drowning himself in the ocean. But why would he do that? Why would anybody murder anybody? That's a good point, but why would he risk his his life? Because a lot a lot of people after they murder people commit suicide because they can't live themselves. Mm. Where do you hear this? I don't know. It's like twenty twenty. Okay. Has there been a lot of murders? Not the year, like um um the show. There's a show called Twenty Twenty. Yes. Really? Yeah, it's about like murders and stuff. I don't know why it's a thing, but it is. So, what's your explanation? Um, honestly, yeah, I'd, I'd say that. I'd say that's about it. You think that's what happened? Yeah. You you this one's this one's crazy, boy. Oh. The big gray man is an inhuman creature that is sent to haunt. What is happening? This- Hold on. What? Like, there's weird beeping. Beeping. Yeah, my phone's at. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Okay. Oh, my phone's at low battery. Hold on a second. Um, oh, no. think, things are gonna get a bit weird here, real quick. Um, if, if I cut out, sorry, sorry, my phone's at low battery. Okay. Yeah. Alright, sorry about that, guys. Yeah, stuff happened. Yep. So, we're gonna go back into this one. Okay. The big gray man is an inhuman creature that is said to haunt the summit in passes of the second highest peak in Scotland. Ben MacDewey is the native in the native Scottish tongue the creature is known as Amphirlias Moor. Like the Yeti of the Himalayas and Bigfoot, also known as Sasquatch of the American Pacific Northwest. The Big Gray Man has been seen by few eyewitnesses. 
What makes the big gray man particularly frightening is that his physical characteristics don't resemble that of a bear, and thus sightings can't be dismissed as bear sightings. Those who have seen the big gray man describe it as extremely tall, over 10 feet, and human-like, with short hair, broad shoulders, and long arms. Nearly all reports and sightings include the sound of gravel crunching beneath footfalls. Scientists have been able to come up with an explanation for other sightings and accompanying sounds, although psychologists may have proposed that those who have supposedly seen and heard the big gray man have seen an have been seen in a state of physical and mental anguish brought on by exhaustion and or isolation. For now, the big gray man remains a mystery. But if you go to Scotland, let us know if you run into the big gray man. Boom. So basically, it's like it's a big green man. Real? Gray. Gray man. Yeah. I'm not saying he is real. That's the question. Is he real? Uh, No. Well, how many reports are there that have confirmed that like, I've seen him? Just says like not. Uh, um, it says few. Just says few. I feel like it's like one of those things that we will never know, and it should not be solved. I feel like it's another one of those things like the Sasquatch. I feel like yeah, people like just want attention and stuff. I feel like people just want attention, like, I saw him. And by the way, Sasquatch doesn't exist, neither does the Yeti. Well, the Yeti crab does exist. The Yeti crab, but not the weird man hairy thing in the Himalayas. I have a, I have a good classic mystery. that is, is it? From the 1500s. Oh no. And that's the Lost Colony of Roanoke. Oh, this one! Yeah, this is a fun one. Yeah. We, uh, we, I, it's a classic one you probably learn about in social studies. In middle school-ish? Yeah, I think you learn about it in, like, middle school. Um. Alright, let's see. Like, 5th and 7th grade. Cue the music. Oh my gosh. Okay. What happened? I don't know, but it changed a lot. In 1587, John White led a group of people from Britain to found an English colony, settling on Roanoke Island, one of a chain of barrier islands, now known as the Outer Banks of North Carolina, which left for more supplies. White left for more... I read... I read that... I just read that wrong. White left for more supplies, but on his return three years later, found the colony meticulously abandoned, with all houses and fortification dismantled with care. Before he left the colony, White had instructed the colonists that if they were taken by force, they would carve a cross into a nearby tree. But there was no cross. The only clue was the word Croatoan, the name of the tribe allied with the English which was carved into a post. White took this to mean that the colonists had moved to Croatoan Island, now known as the Hatteras. And so, ensuing investigations turn up claims that colonists had been slaughtered by the Powhatan tribe. Oh, yeah. But there is no archaeological evidence of this. And the recent re-examination of the primary sources indicates that any massacre that occurred was not part was not of this particular group of colonists, but rather a group of colonists who had arrived earlier. More enduring the theories, more enduring theories involved inter- integration between the colonists and Croatoans or other local tribes. But so far, no DNA evidence has positively identified any descendants of the colony. I think I know what happened here. What happened? So, the Croatoan tribe, yeah. which said they were allied with, tricked them. Mm-hmm. And they turned on them, forced them out of the city, like, aggressively, so they wouldn't have time to do the cross and the tree thing. So, and 
they wanted White to know that it was them, so they wrote Croatoan on there. So White would know that they did it. So I'm saying the Croatoans wrote Croatoan. Interesting. What's yeah. your take? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. What's your take on this? Um... Well... <laughs> yeah, I feel like that works. Okay. Um... Alright, so... Yeah. Yeah. I have a good next one. I'm planning on writing a story, actually, about Crowshawn. Yeah? Yeah. But I'm not gonna tell because... I don't want my ideas stolen. You're not going to tell much about it yet? No. Sorry, people. I don't want my ideas stolen. Alright, I have a good next one. You ready? Yeah. On the morning of June 30th, 1908, 770 square miles of forest in Siberia, Russia, were flattened by what would have appeared to have been an explosion. Except oh, the sinkhole one. What? It's, it's the sinkhole one. Is it? Sinkhole one? Uh, I don't know. Sorry, continue on. The phenomenon known as the Tunguska event has been classified by scientists as the largest impact event, which means a recordable impact between two astronomical objects, such as an asteroid and the Earth. In recorded history, yet no impact crater has ever been found which would be an important earmark of an impact event. Mm -hmm. The scientists can only surmise what may have happened, which may be the asteroid exploded over the Earth, and the destruction that ensued beneath it in Siberia was the result of after effects. Which, I, it, it can't be that, because you would find pieces of the asteroid. Yeah. Like, and how can this have exploded with nobody noticing? That's a good point. And how how could these things come on radars? Like, there's a giant asteroid coming. We know it. Yeah. This thing, these things don't just oh, there's an asteroid in my backyard. Mm. No, they're yeah. like we see it coming from from miles away. Yeah. Oh, so it can't be an asteroid. No. So, can't be, like, if it were any sort of, like, net, maybe it could, could it have been a tornado? I don't feel like it could have. I, I, I guess it could have been, but I don't feel like that's the most likely answer. Because yeah. I feel like they would notice that too, right? But it was yeah. like a forest, like a desolate forest. Mm hmm. Hmm. I don't. I have no clue. Oh wait, no. The witch is back. What? The witch. Oh, the witch. She's back. And messing with our forests. That makes sense. That's the only explanation. Were yeah. it, Were there any two-year-olds hiking on a path in this woods? These woods. Oh, wait. Wait. Yeah, okay, never mind. Um. Oh, and I ran out of the ones on this website. But good thing I have a book. Oh, no? Yeah, I have a book. I have a, Should I give some? Uh, yeah. You want to give some? Cool. What is this? This is number seven? This is number... Um... You're giving number seven, yes. Yeah, okay. I'm looking up lollipop. Looking up what? A lollipop. I'm looking, I'm licking a lollipop. Okay. I'm not gonna do, like, ones where it's, like, where, like, a whole mass kidnappings and stuff. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. That, that just makes me feel so uncomfortable. I'm like, oh my god, what? Yeah. Yeah, like, 
Nigerian girls where the school girls who Boko Haram kidnapped um, Mexican students. What happened to the 43 Mexican students that went missing? Just like reading those gave me major chills. I'm like, mm, no mm-hmm. thank you, sirs. Um, how about the Sony hack? Sony what? hack. Was North Korea behind the massive cyber attack from Sony? Do you, do you, yeah. Do you want to... Okay. What was that? Do you want to, um... Read that one? Yeah, sure. Alright. Cool. It's playing. Sony is still reeling for the massive hacks that expose embarrassing company secrets that led to the cancellation of the movie of a movie release. The FBI blamed the hack on the North Korean government, saying the attack was in relation for the interview of Sony film starring James Franco in the Sepragarium, the Chronicles, assassination of Kim Jong Hung. Mm, I can't talk. However, not all security experts are convinced that the link to North Korea, specifically the North Korean government, is accurate. Oh no, sorry. Uh Oh, sorry, ad popped up. Specifically, the North Korean government is accurate, especially in the obscene of more concrete evidence. One of the biggest mistakes that is that because of the attack can be traced to the North Korean internet and somehow means that it's the North Korean government. This false assumption because North Korean inten- internet basically provides up by outside companies. This is a fight. In this case, the Fi company, Jeffrey Carr's cybersecurity, told Mashable, nothing presented exclusive alternative scenarios to why it just jumped to the most serious one. This is also from Mashable. Guys, pardon my bad reading skills and ads popping up. So, was Korea behind it? So what reason do we have to believe that Korea was behind this? They trace it. Like, um, like the, I think it's like, they just kind of were like, I think they traced, like, something there, like, to, like, a small company in Korea or something, I don't know. Hmm. Like, do you know, like, how sometimes you can read things that, like, you're not, like, totally processing them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say yes, if they tracked it to there. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I'm not gonna say the like the Korean government was should be held responsible. Yeah, the Korean government shouldn't be held responsible for that, but maybe like that one company should. That one company, yeah. So I think, yeah. Hmm. Cool. Um, or it could have been the fire. the witch. Oh, hold on, hold on a second. Oh, what? Jonathan has wonkies going on. Are you back? Alright. Um I said it could have been the witch. Okay. So the next one is a classic mystery. Oh no. Don't don't be afraid. Amelia Earhart. Oh Amelia Earhart, yeah, I know this one. Well I'm not surprised. Yeah, someone's done. No, it's just like the massive kidnappings and like Yeah. What happened to these twenty four Mexican students? Yeah, that freaks that stuff freaks me out. Yeah, I'm like, mm, no thank you, sir. I like I, I my mom I don't know why, but she likes watching those things where it's like documentaries on Yeah, yeah murders. documentaries. Like I, I, I why, why do you watch that? I don't know. They're spooky and they're stupid. Like first of all, why? How is this helping you? I know, right? Second like, of all, like, um, what me, do you, what I need conspiracy theories to keep me up tonight. Yeah, like, what are you g- gaining from this? Like, if you just kind of Google, like, un- real unsolved mysteries, it's like, new. like, if you click the video tab on Google, it's like, it's like, 23 unsolved mysteries that will keep you up all night. Yeah, like... <laughs> Why would you do that? Okay, so... so I wouldn't. So, um, there's many things that aren't known about Amelia Earhart's flight. She didn't just go into the air and just start zooming. She went to... She stopped at many different places. She started in Oakland, went to Tucson, then Miami, then San Juan, then Caripito, Paramibo, Fortaleza, Natal, Dakar, Gao, Al-Fashir, Masawa, Asab... Karachi, Sitiway, Sitway, Yangon, Bangkok, Bangkok, Singapore, Bandung, Kupang, Darwin, and Lai. Hold on, I can't hear. Hold on, I wasn't. 
I'm I'm doing some other things. Well, I I completely butchered those names. Like I I know I said some city names wrong. So she started in North America, went to South America, went to Africa, then went to Asia, then Australia. Never went to Europe. And then disappeared somewhere in the Pacific. Well, allegedly disappeared somewhere in the Pacific. I'd rather check it in now and then have So. I'm putting Jonathan off the speakerphone just so he can keep his conversations private. Um. But yeah, it's. Alright, you back? I missed that entire thing. What? Um, it wasn't important. I know that Amelia Earhart said yeek into the unknown. So, she just essentially, she went to North America. She stopped at three places in North, or four places in North America. Four. Four in South America. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven in Africa. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight in Asia. Or actually, nine in Asia and one in Australia. Um, I'll this clip then. This uh, this clip itself has been 17 minutes. Really? Yeah. Um, so then a lot longer. went to lay and disappeared somewhere in the Pacific. Alright, let's cue the jazz noir music. On July 2nd, 1937, Earhart and her navigator, Fred Noonan, went missing over the Pacific as they neared the end of their circumnavigation attempt Ow. and... What was that? I don't know. I just heard a beep and then you said ow. Yeah, it was like right in my ear. Hmm. Attempt in Lockheed L10 or L10E. Electric twin engine plane. They had already flown three quarters of their way around the world when they set off on midnight of July 2nd to fly 2,556 miles, or 4,113 kilometers, from Lai, New Guinea. Why did their music stop? Oh, there we go. To Howland Island, a tiny coral island that had been covered in a landing strip. Didn't we find, like, remains of something at that island? I don't know. Or am I just going crazy? I don't know. I mean, I know in the Gravity Falls universe that um, Amelia Earhart crashed down in Gravity Falls. That doesn't even make sense. I don't know. It's like, in Gravity Falls, like, in the Journal 3 book, it's like, um, it says that Ford investigates, like, these cliffs, and it says that, um... Crash Light Omega? No, no, not Crash Light Omega. There's, like, other places, like, Cliff saying Amelia was here. Oh. Yeah. So that's, that's my that's my stupid theory, that Amelia Earhart is living in Gravity Falls currently. Mm. Um, here's a theory. Um, not my theory, but this is in a book. One of the many Earhart conspiracy theories claimed by the U.S. Navy had taken a taken advantage of the search for the aviatrix as a pretext to overfly the Marshall Islands, a Japanese mandate zone where it was suspected that they were illegally building military bases. Popular legend also claimed Earhart's disappearance was not merely an accident. Evidence included suggestive radio transmission picked up from the parts of the Pacific after the crash. Eyewitness... Wait, what? Eyewitness reports of Earhart and Noonan in custody, and even photos of the pair. It has also been suggested that the U.S. government holds secret documents on Earhart, which it refuses to declassify. This may be related to conspiracy theorists' claim to the theory that the U.S. authorities covered up Earhart's capture and death at the hands of the Japanese to avoid public backlash. In fact, the story of the classified documents is bogus, and similarly, the supposed reports and photos turned out to be faked. Nonetheless, searches have been launched at two sites where Japanese prisoners were held, the Soldier Street... The soldier, 
why did I say street? St. John Naftel <laughs> served on the Pacific Island Tinian just after its liberation from the Japanese in 1944. He says he was shown Earhart's and Noonan's graves, but but a 2004 mission failed to find any evidence. Another location searched fruitlessly was the site of a wartime Japanese prison on the Pacific Island in Saipan, supposedly identified as a place of Earhart's death by a French consul who died who in er, sorry why did I say died? Who in, in 1937 wired the U.S. St- State Department to alert them. So, we, so essentially, that was all a big explanation to say we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I have no clue. <laughs> Could have been the witch. Yep, the witch. That That's my explanation every single time. Could have been the witch. I'm going to say it's the witch. It's always the witch. Which is a jerk. I shouldn't have said that. Now, Jonathan, if I go missing, it's because of the witch. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. That's going to all the listeners. If I go missing, it's the witch. And this will still continue on. Oh, you're just going to go on without me? Yes. It's what you would have wanted. But it's not. Yeah, actually, if if I go missing, tell everyone. And then find someone else to do a podcast with. Cool. Should I do it vice versa? Sure. Wait, what? If if you go missing, I find someone else. Yeah, okay. And if I go missing, you find someone else. But just make sure you have, like, a whole, like, episode being, like, mourning each other. Mm-hmm. But that's all we have time for today. We did eight. Wow. I believe. Eight or nine. Um, we did eight, I think. I'm just gonna put eight in the title. Okay. We did eight. We, we solved or didn't solve eight mysteries. <laughs> This was a long episode. It was. Um, this was... Uh, let me see. 52. 53 minutes. Wow. Well, it's 53. Just, just about 53 right now. But thank you guys for listening, and we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. And remember, the witch is here. Okay. Oh, also, go to the Discord for a yeah. chance to feature and to get clips and previews of the episodes and business meetings. You can get go to the Corner Club Remind, the Corner Club Fan Club, with code MEMBER100. Join the Quiz of Community at the Corner Club. Yes. And we'll see you guys next time. That is true. Bye. Goodbye.